Hello, everybody. We're back with The Delve. We're talking about the Japanese animated film from 1982, directed by Osamu Dezaki, based on the manga and written by Fuichi Tarasawa, known as Space Adventure Cobra. Not to be confused with... Cobra. Not to be confused with Cobra. La 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 la. As in Marion Cobra Cabretti. A film previously reviewed on this podcast. True. I mean, frankly, I liked Cobra better, but... It's hard not to like Stillbuster Stallone there, and I, you know what? There are two different great eighties films for me that stretch that stretch different itches. True enough. If I had to choose one that I could watch and one that I was not allowed to watch for the rest of my life though. Ah. Uh, maybe suicide. <laughs> maybe, maybe suicide. Yeah. Yeah. I uh yeah, okay. I, I mean it definitely fit into the the um at least the original premise of the Dell. It's definitely sci fi. It is a space adventure. It's a space adventure, it's Good old fashioned pulp fiction. A lot of it I didn't necessarily understand until like after I finished today. I went back to look at the Wikipedia article, which is horrible, but it details the manga reasonably well. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like, oh, so that's what's going on because they don't really explain a lot of stuff at the beginning of Space Adventure Cobra. And I realize now as I'm talking that once more we've jumped right into it without actually going over any kind of plot. No, we have not covered about any of this film's. Great plot. My bad. Go ahead. Okay. So, we start off. We have Jane Flowers kills a bounty. She's a bounty hunter. Takes a head. Goes to probably, you know, a good standard sci-fi bounty hunter bar. Rivals Boss the Cantina for number of strange alien designs. Sure. I enjoyed the cantina scene. It's It's a nice cantina. We meet up with she there she meets our hero, our main character, Cobra. La 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 la. Sorry, it's gonna be in my head. Well, we're gonna be doing that all night. And he wants to hang out with her. Yes. Because he's a lech. Yes. He wants to hook up, as they say in the parlance. Yes. He's a fun lech, but his his his, his cyborg or android companion. I would say sidekick. I wouldn't Companions. Companion cyborg, yeah. Does does not seem to be particularly pleased by this decision. But I, I think there's something there. I think maybe she wants him. I, I think, yeah. I think there's, there's more story there's there's more story that we don't see in this film. Oh, yeah. I've not read any of the manga. Mm. So I can't say what for sure, but I know the name changes apparently. There's a lot of name changes. Yeah. I think they're different in the T V show again. Mm. Possibly to the manga's names. Which but- is coming out soon. But in any case, he, so, he, she meets Cobra. She Ooh. falls in love with him mm-hmm. after she finds out he, he is actually Cobra. Yes. The man with the biggest bounty on his head. Yes. Who doesn't look like he used to look. No, he changed his appearance. He's changed the way he acts. Yeah, he doesn't seem to be all angry and space piratey. Yeah. He seems it's more a like... Bit a bit of a goofball. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like Han Solo if Han Solo didn't owe anyone any money, I think. Yeah. Like, this would be a great Han Solo. I mean, if you want a Han Solo film, watch this film. Yeah. That was my thought today as I was uh, thinking about what I would say during the podcast. Yeah. So I blow my one good line. It's amazing that we were both thinking in that direction now. But yeah, he's, it's like if Han Solo didn't have the pressures of the universe on him, that would this would be Han Solo. And Chewie was a cyborg, a cyborg lady. Yeah. And Princess Leia was three different princesses split apart at birth. Who have to who have to fall in love with the same man? Who do? 
There's no choice. Yeah. They just do. They they, they have one love. Worst society ever. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) So she falls in love with Cobra. Mm -hmm. Because apparently... And she just falls in love with him. We don't know why. Spontaneously. They don't talk to each other. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'm in love with him. She just kind of decides. There's there's a bit of, you know, lovemaking. (laughs) This is a lot of lovemaking in this film. (laughs) And then the credits roll. Yeah, that was the movie. No, no, that was the opening credits roll. <laughs> yes, that's true. Which would put any James Bond credit sequence to shame and make, and make Marie Spender go, I think you're overdoing a little bit. <laughs> yes. This, I think that that's just, that should be the catchphrase for this movie. I think you're overdoing it a little bit. <laughs> Everything is loud and proud in this movie. I don't think they're overdoing it always. They're doing it. They're just doing it right. They're writing the fucking line. Yeah. They, they don't cross it for me too often. It's a little slow here and there, but... No, I I, I actually enjoy the movie. But in any case, it's hard, to desc- it's hard to give you a plot synopsis of this movie without just describing it. A lot of plot happens. Like, you're going to get a bunch of it from talking to us, but the general gist is that there is a pirate guild led by Crystal Boy... Yep. Who pretty much is what he sounds like. It's like a gelatinous mold framed in glass with huge... With a skeleton... Huge golden ribs that can become lances. And, um... He has kidnapped one of these sisters, and these the sisters are really just the same girl, split into three parts, that when a certain time comes, they have to go to their planet in love with the same person... And, and, become, and they become one person again, right. which I assume has to be done in some sort of four-way sex scene that we don't see. Absolutely. Because two of them have Died left the, the film. <laughs> yes. So, like, at the end of the day, like, they're supposed to... And they do this, that, that, that allows them to pilot their planet. Yep. And if they pilot it wrong, they end the universe. Or at least this galaxy. Or if you, I feel like you can use it for evil. Yes. Well, there's or neutral. Or it's like... Well, it'll do no evil or evil. Yeah, it's like the ultimate threat. You're like, you give me what I want, or I will destroy the galaxy. Well, this galaxy. There are others. This is the seventh one. Yes. And that, and that's pretty much it. That, but like, That's your plot, and I feel like that isn't how I would sell this film. No, I'm not trying... I don't think the plot sells this film. No, the plot's terrible. It is like the worst kind of pulp written by a 14-year-old. Yes. Now, we will sell the film. Because I do feel... Like this film needs to be sold. This is a this is a film that needs to be watched. I I enjoyed this film. I got to see it like one and a half times. I think I've watched it like seven or eight times because it's such a visual. The visuals are great. It reminds me a little bit. I haven't seen it as we've discussed in previous mm-hmm. things, but what little I have seen of heavy metal, like kind of like this, some it of the art definitely has yeah, definitely like a heavy metal feel. And, like, especially with, like, the, the nudity and... The oh, it, the, this and the last Tarakian sequence in Heavy Metal are siblings. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I'm... Ah, I'm... This is very... This is a... Uh, some spoiler! This is really big in France. Okay. They, they love their... They love Cobra over in France. Uh, yeah, I'm not too surprised by that. <laughs> Based on what I've learned since starting this about France and... Given that they made uh, Fifth Element... Yeah. Which is definitely influenced by this. I think they wanted more nudity in Fifth Element. I think if they could have gotten away with it. Yeah. An R-rated Fifth Element with a 
more busty female character. I don't think they needed that. I think they just wanted her naked. <laughs> but you see, you see her nipples. Yeah, ish. There's not much. There's not much there really when it comes to Mila Jovovich. True enough. She's the only movie I can watch her in, though. It's the only one. I don't, I don't really like the zombie movies and the I like the one Underworld film where she's not in. The one prequel film. Underworld or. No, you're thinking of Resident Evil. No, I'm thinking right. of Underworld. The well, one she, with was, the, she was in an Underworld wasn't, wasn't she the main lead in the... In oh, the, no, no, no. That was that British chick. Okay. Eh, I confuse people. I like the one, the prequel, the, the one prequel in the Underworld series. Okay. I I haven't seen it yet. That's the, that's the one I like. That's the only one I feel like worth watching. I don't know. I didn't mind them for, like, as long as I was watching them for what they were, which is just complete gothic trash. Even, even like, gothic trash. I was like, I've got, eh, I've got better gothic trash I can go for. Well, you, you do have... I'm a, I'm a hammer man. As has been discussed today, you have a broader geekdoms than I do, or at least than I did. I, I want gothic trash. I feel like I'm going to go to my hammer collections. I missed a lot of that, because, you know, I wasn't going to be able to, like, record it. I got to watch some of it, though, and it was weird. What? Like, some of the hammer stuff. Yeah. It was so weird. So weird. I feel like I, I put on like a Dracula, one of the Dracula films if I wanted, or you know, one of the Frankenstein films. Hmm. But there are some really fucking weird. But Space Adventure Cobra. Yes, back to Cobra. So, I like the art was fine. It was good. There was a lot of action sequences. There was very little downtime. I thought there's a little bit and enough to get to calm you down between action sequences and to kind of show off the design and show off what the you know. Part of what I liked about a lot of the downtime was that they always went a little hokey with it. Like, the one that's in my mind, because it was, like, one of the last downtime scenes in the movie, was, like, when he's doing target practice. And Yeah. Well, that's a really cool target scene, because, I mean, mm-hmm. they, you can see them, they bend really well, it's smooth. Oh, by the way, Cobra has a psycho gun in his arm. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a gun for an arm. Just that, accept it. And the only thing in the universe that doesn't hurt... It's Crystal Boy. Well, you know, you can't have your villain be defeated by the most powerful gun in the universe that that early in the film. Gotta, Chris, get, gotta Chris, get at least three fights with him. Crystal Boy sounds like a villain from Spawn. Like Spawn or like Dick Tracy. Yeah. Oh, here's some English words. But no, I it was Crystal Boy. It was pulpy. It is. A, it is definitely a very yeah. It's pulpy is the word word I'd use for it as what kind of sci-fi it is. It's not. It's. It's got traces of noir. A little bit. Just just like almost like whoever made it was just like, yeah, I like noir. I'm not writing one, but I like it. See, I feel more like I would it feels like uh, Flash Gordon with more nudity. Haven't seen Flash Gordon, so. Well, there's a reason for that's on that's the reason that's on the list. But um, how did you live in the eighties and not see Flash Gordon? Because I lived in the 80s, ages 1 through 11. It's Flash Gordon. It's a kid's movie, essentially. I had other kid's movies, like Return of the Jedi, frankly. You need to see it at least once. I'm sure I will. Oh, there's a lot of movies on this list. Like, 80 of them. And they just keep it just keeps on getting bigger. I do. I keep adding movies to it. Well, I've added the occasional one. I need to, I need to like... That should be my, my New Year's goal in the next week and a half. Add as many as I've added... No, I don't think that's possible. I think you've had to have added like thirty or forty. I've added about that many over the year. I mean, I now in the entry, I, I added quite a few, but yeah, we've plowed through some of them. But I've also like added stuff as, as I find lists of like top 
sci-fi movies than I go through. Anything that I haven't seen, I put on it. But, again, back to Cobra. Huh. Which I don't know why we keep... It, At least we're talking about the Delph. Yeah. I mean, I love... I do. I honestly love this movie, and I don't know why I keep, like, going off topic from it. Oh, uh, well, I think it's... It's, like, a, like, it's a hard film to talk about, I feel. It is. It's... It's... I feel like the best way to sell it would be just, like, show some screen caps. If you think this looks cool... You know... Watch the movie. It's goulash. It's a whole bunch of shit put in the same pot that doesn't look appetizing... But it's delicious. It's, it's There's so many weird things. Like, even the plot that doesn't sell the movie makes the movie. Like, like it's, if it's it a didn't fun have a ho- If it didn't have a hokey plot, it wouldn't be a fun movie, I think. Exactly. And, like, even, like, okay, let's get down to the nitty-gritty with these princesses. <laughs> All right. She falls in love with the drop of the hat, and the, the princess that's not being brainwashed does the same. And if the other princess, as soon as she's not brainwashed, does the same, they have this thing where they split up and come back together. This is, by by far, I challenge you to find me a worse civilization. <laughs> well, you, you need to have the four-way with this one dude, because that's how you merge. Because you sure. use a semen as glue. Oh, God. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Please have this out by Christmas. <laughs> I'll try my best. I've got a lot to do before Christmas for podcast or editing. I know. But, um, it, this is the worst civilization ever. And I think this was a going statement in the entourage that was watching with us. We're like, what the fuck is happening? Just, what what concepts do they have about love? Well, and- love is transferable. Yes. It, it can literally be transferred like a disc. It's not even necessarily that it's transferred. It's it's less transferred and more just copied as soon as it happens. Like, you get the... It's not like I died and now my sister will be in love with you. It's, I am in love with you. Oh, and also up on, up on the cloud, I've uploaded my love for you. And she immediately sings to that. Of, of course. To the point where one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when he meets the... The other sister who's in love with him that's not brainwashed. And she's just like, I have my sister's love for you, and I will love you, and you will love me. And it's just like, what oh, now? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, at least he realizes this is the dumbest plot line he could get into. But there's a point, and I can't pinpoint it, but there is a point where he just accepts it. He's just like, well, well fuck well, it. She's on a fire horse and <laughs> totally naked, and I can't do anything about it. I've swam this entire carpet. You know what? Grab my hand. We'll both be naked and skyrocket out of here like a comet. <laughs> That's what we should do. But yeah, there's a point where he's just like, yeah, okay, you're in love with me. She's going to be in love with me. Everyone's fucking in love with me. You know what? I love you too. Whatever. <laughs> and that's really the type of attitude he takes to it. He, he knows the rules and he doesn't have to fight it anymore. He's just like, you know what? Let's just do this. Love. Fuck it. <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great film. It really is. It has all these weird things. It definitely strikes me as the 80s, because a lot of the plot points were like, I'm like, I believe see, I was seeing this in a G.I. Joe movie or television show. It's G.I. Joe, but with nudity and violence. Nudity, violence. People die. Space love. Holographic professors. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm not actually a, a human being, or whatever the hell I am. I'm actually a hologram. Oh, that was the best, because... That's what I Oh, yeah, realized. this space baby who's been following him around this entire film. Mm-hmm. We found out the space baby. Yeah. 
that's when I realized. Oh, I, I'm glad you reminded me of that because that's when I realized who Cobra is. He's that guy. It may not be you, but if it's not you, it's right next to you that you role play with. <laughs> that he's just running his character, and you know what? He understands that it's a game, and he's just gonna roll with it. <laughs> it's that guy that like where he's just like because he's responding. Like, people would respond in a role-playing game. Like, he finds out the professor is a hologram, and he's just like, No! You're really a hologram? Honestly, at that point, he's fought a crystal monster. He has had two people randomly fall in love with him and accepted it. At this point, hologram? He, re- he makes re- it, You know what? He responded much more surprised than he really had a right to yeah. at that point. He's got a cyborg companion. Compan- yeah. And he's just like, hologram, really? No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a future technology here. <laughs> In the year 28-whatever. Oh, God, it's like the... Um, it's a, What is the last um, thing we watched with the um, the gun and the chick and the... What were we watching that for? Gun and the chick? Yeah, the one we just watched. Oh, it was the, the, the thing that I can't talk about unless you upload this after Christmas. I'll upload them around the same time. All right, so the, um, what, what did you have to watch? Kino's Journey? Kino's Journey. It's like Kino's Journey when, like, she's been through lands that have, like, sentient fucking robots. But, oh, God, this is some sort of flying machine. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we put all our effort into one thing, and we haven't put it into holograms. Or we lost, like, we lost that information. My God. What's going on? I would love to try, if I talked to that, like, oh, what is this flash drive? <laughs> We've lost this solid-state data concept. Don't you guys just upload it into the literal weather? Well, no, no, no. Isn't I that want, what you meant by a cloud? I want them to use, like, ta- like, big tapes in the new film, and then, like, they get a flash drive for something, and go, oh, good God. That would be funny. Yeah, we run with our tapes. Yeah, I guess, like, if you like movies like... I'm gonna go on a limb. Vinny will correct me if I'm wrong, but if you like stuff like heavy metal, like Barbarella, like this, like over the top, Red Line, yeah, Red Element, line. just like these over the top, lots of action, not that great a plot, but boobs, boobs, then this is something that you should never have deprived yourself of. If you if you haven't heard of this, really, you're one of our listeners. I feel like everyone who's listening to this has already seen this film. I would think. And if you haven't, then, you know, talk to us. Well, we'll talk you through this. Just just go just go on Hulu. It's streaming for there for free. Is it? Yes, it's on Hulu. Oh, okay. They've got a pretty good anime selection on Hulu that they've been beefing up. Okay. Well, yeah, go on Hulu and go watch it. It's it's good. Or buy the DVD. Uh, but, but keep in mind, remember what we're comparing it to. So, you know, if you're watching it in front of loved ones or parents that don't engage in these kind of things, maybe, maybe not watching it with them. I'd totally watch it with my dad. <laughs> I'm sure you would. We watched... I have metal as a full family. My sister, my sister was pissed when her boyfriend showed up because she couldn't watch it because she had spent time with him. Wicked City? Family Gathering? Yeah. Now oh, there you go. You just have to say Wicked City. To me, that's as far as I want to know about. Anything past there, I just don't want to know. I can get weirder, but I don't... Actually, I don't... Oh, see, I don't know if we've gotten weirder than Wicked City. At least there's that. I mean, we we did buy you know porn comics from Toshio Maeda together, but that's as just, every father and son should do. He was right there. His his little old Japanese wife, as we were looking at him, said, "Don't worry, it's waterproof." 
<laughs> I read the tweets. <laughs> I will tell the story again and again. At that point, you can't not buy it. <laughs> That's so disturbing. That story is perfect. The waterproof is really what pushes it yeah, over that, the edge. If, if, if she not say, don't worry, it's waterproof. If you just said, it's waterproof, but the don't worry, it's waterproof is what makes it so disturbing. I would just feel so, like, that's when I, like, melt. <laughs> Grandma, stop talking about this porn. <laughs> what, what do you think I'm going to do with this? Leave me alone. <laughs> that's where I go. Ah. I just melt them. I never want to have a conversation with an old woman where she's implying... Uh, you're going to jack it on, on, on a piece of paper? Yes. On pieces of paper her husband made. Where's... That's well. He, he's right there drawing it. It's like it's not like it's not like she doesn't know what he's doing. Still, oh, um, he's a cartoonist. Don't worry. That's my line. <laughs> One of them. I'm sure I have more. You know, you've got like a hexagon of lines at least. Me and a lot of other people. But that was like the music was all right. It was what it should be. It's it's got a fun kind of almost poppy. Sound to it. There's an alternate dub for this that was made in the UK that has a different soundtrack. Now, do you watch this dubbed or subbed? I watched this subbed. Okay, because you do that. Yeah. So, like, what, what did you feel? Like, you watched it. You watched it dubbed with me. How did you feel about the dub? It's an okay dub, and I think it's actually for a streamlined dub, which are notoriously unfaithful. It's actually fairly faithful. Okay. Because like, if you watch Akira or Fist of the North Star. You get a less comprehensible story with the dub. Alright, I didn't know that. Yeah, they take a lot of liberties with their stories. Yeah, I, I try and watch dubs. I know the subs are better, but like it's easier for me to watch dubs so I can like actually look away once in a while. I just don't I just don't blink. In this film, there's something if you blink, you're gonna miss some cool frame. Probably. I, I would concur with that. I, I could I could easily watch this a few more times and catch something new. I, I think even this time, and I've again I've seen this since the DVD came out last year. I've watched this probably four or five times, and I still find things that like impress me or that are new to me. That I think most important, I got to the end of the movie, and I'm like, all right, what's the next one? Like I was ready for a, a new movie or a sequel or. There's Something. the TV show, which is, which is the same story, but expanded. Hmm. That's probably your best bet. And that's coming out in March from the good people at Nozomi Entertainment. Cool. Go buy it. Yes, support them. Um, They'll probably also put it streaming somewhere. Probably YouTube. In the meantime, the next delve is... This is another Japanese animated film. Go figure. Honestly, they do not represent as much of the list as you think. I don't actually think they do. I think it's been a weird anomaly yeah. that we've gotten so many. Yeah, I feel like if I get a pick, I've got to pick something that's not Japanese animated. Just because we've done too much recently. And this yeah. is me talking, and I watch this constantly. The 1996 film directed by Mamoru Oshii, known as Ghost in the Shell. Excellent. Like we, we've discussed, I think I, I've seen, I saw it once, like, 14 or 15 years ago. Okay. And I don't think I saw the whole thing. I think it was just on in someone's living room. I've, I've seen it. I haven't seen it in a while. And I'm a, fan, I'm a big fan of the TV series. Okay. But that is written and directed by completely different people. And has a different feel to it. So, I'll be coming in with, an, with a different perspective. But I'll probably watch the sequel, too, because I haven't seen that yet. Mm. I'll watch the first. Well, I'll watch it and see where yeah. we go from there. In the meantime, I think this is going to be our last recording for 2013. Yeah, 13. yes, this will be our last recording of 2013, unless... 
This will probably be released in 2014. Unless I get go crazy and edit everything that I've got to do. You never know. It happens. It happens. But in that case, you know, happy you know, happy belated holidays and whatnot. Happy Martin Luther King Day, everybody. Sure. That's, about, that's probably about when this will get released. <laughs> nice. But in the meantime, you know, watch some of the stuff we've delved over. Um, we... I don't really know what we're doing in the new year. We haven't discussed whether we're doing another best of or not. I don't know. We could do a best. I feel like we could do a best of. We've got, we've got a lot of there's a lot of ideas we've been throwing around. And there's certainly like you know there's certainly some new better like there's things that have come out this year that I feel are different. I feel that definitely my like genres have opened up a little. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you. You yes. like so many things that it's hard for you to find new things to like. There's been a lot of stuff I've seen that or you know looked at this year that have, that have been. But was, Impressive to me. I've been reading a few, like, you know, I'm focused on comics a lot. I've mm-hmm. been reading, I've been catching up with a few, and I'm like, wow, this is totally my top five. I need to buy comics. That'd be a good idea. Yeah. But in the meantime, you know, have a happy holiday. We'll see you when we see you. Happy Martin Luther King Day, everybody. Could